Hi, this is Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. Today is January the 25th, 2022. And today I want to talk about another one of my mother's principles, which is nip things in the bud. As you may recall, if you haven't listened to it, about two weeks ago, I did my very first of the year podcast on one, the, the key principle that I believe is the foundation for every one of our the principles that my mom taught us, which is give from the heart and expect nothing in return. And for years, I watched a woman do that when people did not give to her and they, they took or when they talked, slandered her, talked bad about her, you know, she still gave. She still asked, what do you, what do you need? And one day I remember asking my mother that, you know, why, why do you give so much when people don't do right? You know, she'd give her um, a garden tool, gave a hoe one time. And sure enough, when it was time to, to borrow that hoe again, uh, she was told, well, that's my hoe, <laughs> you know, and I was thinking to myself, you know, wow, they're going to, they're going to say it's, it's theirs if you give it to them. And my mom said, I, I'll never forget. She said, you give from the heart and expect nothing in return. When we give from the heart, it's not about the person's actions or inactions, what they should do, what they shouldn't do, whatever title they may have. It's all about your heart and the place that your heart is, what state is your heart. And so there's a Bible verse that says that, is that God looks at the heart of men, where men, humans, look at the outside appearance. And so my mother was all about making sure your heart was right, even when she would share experiences with our father who abused her physically, mentally, spiritually, socially. She, When she shared those experiences, she didn't label him. She told us fact for fact what happened. And that's how she treated even those that did not treat her well. She resisted labeling them and name calling and just looked past, often looked past the event, the experience. And so one of the things that she often told us is that you nip things in the bud, that that was my primary reason. Well, I had another reason, but when it came to teaching my kids at home, one of the reasons why I decided to do that is because I wanted to nip things in the bud. I wanted to see their behaviors. I knew that as a parent, I am our children's primary teacher. As my mom was teaching us, I am their primary teacher. I set the standard as a parent. And so although my son, when, when I first put him in the daycare, and that was when I was trying to debate about staying at home, I knew it was my job to take care of him. And so after um, almost a year of being in daycare, I took him out because I wanted to be there for him. I wanted to see his characteristics, his personality. What are some things that he struggled with? Because we all have a personality. And so I believe that with life, with experiences, we are here to learn. We are here to grow. And if I am constantly at work all the time, or if I don't ask those questions 
that I need to ask. If I don't make if I don't observe our children and what they do and what they say, then how am I going to know what I need to interject in? Where do I need to have those teachable moments? Just um, within the last two years of moving here to Oregon, my son, for the first time, someone told him, I hate you. And Cam, we, we, I developed that relationship with my kids that immediately they would come into the car and they would share how their day went, especially if someone said something unkind to them or did not sit right in their spirit. And so immediately when Cam got in the car, he told me and I talked with the teacher and she, of course, um, addressed the, she said she would address the issue. But Cam, a few days later, said to his sister, he hate her. And I, and I asked him about that. I said, now you, someone told you that, how did you feel? Cause we went back to the feelings because I am a big, big believer that pain can be a great teacher for me going through the abuse as a child, sexual abuse, that it was my greatest teacher that I took into effect how I felt when anything was said or done. And I said to myself, no one should ever feel this way, that I knew who I didn't want to be and search for who I wanted to be. And that's what led me to really asking nature, I want to be aligned with you as a child and reading the Bible, reading the book, the, the learning, memorizing the Lord's prayer and really observing the behaviors of Jesus Christ as he was per portrayed on TV as a little girl, that pain was my greatest teacher. Again, because I knew I, who I didn't want to be. And that opened the door for who I wanted to be. And so when I asked my son that day and we talked about it, um, that how did you feel? How did you like someone saying that to you? And so I was so thankful, not so much angry, but thankful that I had the opportunity to talk to him, that I heard him say those words because learning as students, we learn. We are not here on life to be condemned. God says he does not forget, for condemn us. He does not condemn us. He forgives us immediately that we repent. We, we acknowledge the truth in our actions and that we seek a higher path. And so my, my son you know, we, we talked to that. And, and of course my daughter, once she heard that she started doing it and I would tell them, tell my son, you give that back. Someone says something unkind to you. Typically it's not about you. You give it back to them. And so over the years, since their birth, I have just been observing their behaviors and I consider it all joy. Sometimes of course, frustrated and sometimes tickled but more and more I'm learning that there is a great opportunity as parents for us to observe our kids, to reflect on our lives and our beliefs. What do we believe about human beings? What do we believe about life? Because all of the hatred, the strife, the, the resentment, the resentment, the vengeance that we, that we see in life is all because often of our beliefs and often of our beliefs continuing on so much 
that they're being fed in that direction instead of somehow somewhere somebody nipping it in the bud and saying just because someone is of a different color a different ethnic group a different race a different religion a different skin pigmentation does not belittle their life that i know much of the issue is through socialization that many of us have grown in an environment where we may have been told that because you have this race, this skin color, this religion, this social class, that you deserve this treatment and not, not fully grasping, understanding consciously that we all, that all life is here for a purpose for a reason, divine purpose, that everyone has gifts and that there is a oneness in all of us, that no one is better or greater than the other, that we take time as parents to assess our beliefs, our socialization. I remember I was in a meeting with my husband, a reading group, and someone had discussed um an experience he had that someone from another country had come over and really had fun with him. He was an African-American and had fun with him. And he said, man, I mean, this guy was actually kind of distraught because he was like, I was raised to believe this about your color, your race, your group. And now that I've gotten a chance to know you, you are nothing like what I was taught by my parents. And so often we tell people things, we have to be conscious of what we're telling our children. We, because as the years go by, one of the key things that is supposed to happen is involvement and involvement of consciousness. That we challenge the traditions that we have heard, the history, and say, just because it was that way then, doesn't mean it has to be that way now, that we nip things in the bud and say, this has to stop. That for you to really understand another race, another culture, you have to get to know them. That when I had the interview yesterday, with a third party, um, Connections Academy, our children now attend um, an online educational program, Connections Academy. And uh, one of the questions that she asked was, why do you like Connections Academy? What, what are some benefits that you see? And one of the things that I said was multicultural education. They get a chance to see different kids of different groups, racial group, colors, actually colors, pigmentation. They get to see different kids and they get to learn languages for free. Japanese, Chinese, sign language, Spanish, that the they promote virtues such as kindness. This is kindness week this week. And when we as parents, and I was talking to her about, you know, some things that I do with my children is that we as parents have the opportunity to observe and to really be with our children 
And if something isn't working, if they make a comment about someone, that is a teachable moment, not only for them, but for ourselves. And whatever we tell our children, we reinforce in ourselves. So if you are talking, condemning another society, ethnic group, all it does is continue the strife and the cycle of pain that, that evolves. But instead of that cycle of pain, there should be a cycle of consciousness, a cycle of love. That's what love is. It is consciousness. It is raising the consciousness of ourselves and future generations and understanding that we are more than just this shell. We are more than what our language. We belong to a higher power that believes in family. That's why all of us are here, that believes in variety, that believes in color, that believes in love and our tests to bring out the love, the compassion, the empathy, the acceptance, the understanding, the truth that already resides in our heart, our mind, and our soul. We don't have to go out looking, I need to be more compassionate. I need to take this class and be more compassionate. You go within and see that is already there. If you can relate to another, if when it says teach, when it says treat people like you want to be treated, flip the script and say, would I, how would I feel if someone called me outside, outside of my name? How would I feel if somebody limited who I was because of how I look, where I'm from, my friends? And I believe we have the primary example that when we look to how we should live our life, that is Jesus, the way that they portrayed Jesus, that, that Jesus life. If you remember watching it as a child, I, I remember on Easter Sundays, I would plant myself down on the floor and just watch and admire his unshakable resolve to heal people, to help them to see that regardless of being poor in the poor class, he was there. He treated people with respect, regardless of who they were and where they from. We are to model that behavior. And that behavior is within access in each and every one of us. So let this year be more than just a year of physical health, more than just a year of success in businesses more about the quality, the innate being, because everything that we are inside will be reflected in our outside experiences. We are greater than our experiences. And so when you feel that experiences have a hold on you, they're not there to make you bitter. You experience to make you better, to bring out the best in you. And when you bring out the best in you, when you nip and say, I will not treat somebody like that. And I will not let my children treat someone like that. That we give the pain back to the person that it came from so they can address and be held accountable for their pain. 
we nip things in the bud to create the generational love cycle that we all deserve, that we all can have. This is Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. And I look forward to your comments. You can find more on about me on TamikaSChambers.com. I'm on Instagram, Instagram and Twitter. And I hope that this year will be your best year yet for really healing from the inside out and for creating a generational love cycle that you're breaking the cycle of pain by first assessing yourself and what you believe and really compare it with the truth that is in you and go forward and make true disciples of love, your children and generations to come. Take care. Make this lifetime great because you still can.